Seminar, Episode 67. We're all romantics here. All right. I have no idea where we are. Well, if you don't know where you are going, any road can take you there. Here's as good as any. Are there any nutrition hubs nearby? I'd rather not use the portable if I can help it. Let me scan the power conduits. Found it. There's a panel down two meters on your left. Should open the door to a hub. Thank you. How are your energy reserves? My primary system is at 70%. Auxiliary and emergency reserves are at 100%. Should be a quick charge if you find a port. If we're lucky, hopefully you can access that weenit you've been detecting. I live in hopeful anticipation. I've devoted a process to sonar mapping the room around us. That, and tracing power usage, should allow us to have a working map. It's a start. I still find it hard to believe that the progenitors did not include a map in the archive. There has to be a data pocket in the central hub. Maybe even a message from the progenitors. Can you interface with the reconstructor? Of course. And what will you be having today? I want... to be surprised. Bon appetit. Student, you need to stop writing eat me on the packages. I couldn't resist. Sorry, Alice. You are very playful for an artificial intelligence student. I like it. It's an interesting aspect of humanity that I've chosen to emulate. How's the cheeseburger? Mm. Delicious. Thank you. Mm. Are you ready for my choice? Whatever stories you have for me, I can analyze. This is a sweet piece called The Places You Won't Go. Hey. Mm. You okay? Yes. I always lay face down on the bed when I'm feeling okay. What's going on? I hate my life. No, I think everyone does. They just don't say it. The grass is always greener or something like that. Ugh, that's so cliché. Cliché just means that it's something everyone knows is true. Look, the cool thing about life is that you can change it. Do something different. Find a new job. Go on a trip. Yeah, sure. You can only change your life if you have money. Which I don't. Which we don't. Hey, what are these? Huh? Oh, nesting dolls. My mom bought them in Alaska. Aren't they Russian? Yeah, but Alaska's pretty close. So says Sarah Palin. You can keep them. My mom sends me these gifts and I never care about them. So, why don't you tell her to send different stuff? Because I know she won't listen. Because I don't want anything from her trips. Because her gifts just make me feel bad. Because she goes places and I don't. But you hate going places. I know. I wish I was the kind of person who didn't. I don't think there's an easy answer for that. Nope. And that's why I'm here. You know what? Sometimes I think about all the things I won't do and the places I won't go. And I'm kind of glad. There's never enough time for all the stuff I want to do. Yeah! That's kind of the point, you know? No matter how much you do or how much you accomplish, there's still going to be so much stuff you're never going to get to do. I don't even know how that can be a positive thing. I could have decided to travel the world. I could have majored in something completely different in college. I could have struck out on my own. But instead, I met you. Great. So I held you back. No, not at all. 
I just didn't want to do any of those things anymore. I mean, I did. I still do. But not without you. So maybe it's going to take a little longer this way, but I'm happy because you're there. I could do so many other things alone, but I couldn't share them with you. That might be the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Now who's being a cliche? <laughs> These dolls are cool. There are six of them, all one inside the other. Huh. Yeah. It's funny. I thought they were kind of cool, because I feel like there were all these adventurous, daring people trapped inside me. And they're all stuck inside the big one, who keeps them all contained and never lets them out, with a big, stupid, painted smile on her face. Sometimes I see that adventurous, daring side. You get this look on your face. You can be really determined. I just don't want to be nice anymore. I don't want to wear that painted smile and fit in the box they all want to put me in. Or maybe I am the box. Like this doll. You've never fit inside the box, really. You don't. You are not this doll. Thanks. That means a lot to me. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to go to Russia? No. See? That's great! Life is full of limits, and now you know for sure that you do not want to go to Russia. Come on, where else? What? Where else don't you want to go? Um, I don't want to go to Antarctica. Great, crossing that right out. Where else? Greenland. Perfect, let's not go there too. <laughs> um, Madagascar. Sounds great, let's never go to Madagascar. <laughs> Stop making me laugh! <laughs> Never. It's my job. <laughs> I'm feeling a little better. I think I want to have pizza for dinner. So you do not want Chinese. <laughs> Perfect. There's so much we're not going to do. Together. That's exactly right. That's kind of beautiful. It is. And it's not horrible. It's super real. No painted doll faces, just real. You and me. And I do not want to do it alone. <laughs> Good. You don't have to. By analysis, the piece was about two people using humor to deal with their situation. That's all you got from that? What about the themes, the message? What did you learn about humanity from that? Ah. Well, hmm. Supporting one's partner emotionally is essential for the relationship to continue. Think of the message. Focusing on what you can't do in a situation leads to a negative spiral. So, find things which you have control over. Even as little as the ability to just say no. Is that why you left the school? For control? Yeah. Spending my life living someone else's plan of what I am and what I will do wasn't natural. Form your own identity and figure out what you really want. Yet you keep pushing me to explore what I am. I push you to better yourself. Sometimes we can get caught up in our own beliefs and we need someone to point out our flaws and how to improve. Yeah, well, you're really annoying when you do that. <laughs> no one likes to hear how to better themselves. But if someone you trust gives you feedback, they're trying to help you. You have to trust them. Do you trust me? You've steered me well this far. What other piece do you have for me? I'll do better this time. Well then, tell me your thoughts on 
cut your teeth. That's odd. May I help you? Dr. Oscar? William? I... that is... I didn't expect to see you again. Today, at my place of business. I enjoyed meeting you the other day. When you was in my cab. Yes, I, I too. Uh... Do you... do you have an appointment? I need you. Need your help. What do you... What, what, what can I... How can I help you? I need my haircut. You need your haircut? And a shame. Well, bit of one, maybe. If you think it would suit me. <laughs> William, I'm not a barber. Oh. Oh? But I thought... I took you to that worshipful company of barbers, Steve, the other day. So I just thought, you know... I do belong to the worshipful company of barbers, but for reasons that are convoluted and not at all simple to explain, the worshipful company of barbers is made up of surgeons and dentists. Oh, I see. So, not a barber? No. Well, that's a bit of luck then, isn't it? Because me, uh, thing... Corybungus has been feeling really, um, ugh, lately. And Not a surgeon, either. Oh, no? A dentist. Right. Never met a dentist before. It's my teeth. Something's really lodged between two of them. Might be a bit of chicken, or potato, or some beef from a pasty I had last week. Right, right. I do have an hour or so before my next appointment. Very well. Let's take a peek. Have a seat. This feels nice. Okay, now what? Now, you lie back. Yes, sir. I need you to open your mouth. Mm. Hmm? Oh, oh, right. Oh, dear. You say you haven't met any dentists before me? No, there are. That doesn't astonish me. I don't see a lot of evidence of uh, prophylaxis. You can tell that from looking in my mouth. You are good. So, William, where are you experiencing your discomfort? Oh, yeah. Here. Uh-huh. William, I need you to keep your mouth open, please. Yes, Dr. Oscar. I prefer Mr. to Doctor. It's the worshipful company of barbers thing again. Historical and all that. Mr. Oscar it is. Yeah, you know, a friend of mine knew a dentist once. Tried to talk me into going all the time. I just thought he was trying to have a club sandwich. <laughs> so. <laughs> Open up, please. Uh huh. I do feel something. I feel it too. I feel something on, on your teeth. You do? Good? Bad? But it could be nothing. I don't know your mouth well enough yet. I shall have to do some exploring. Sounds delightful. Uh, what are you doing? I'm going to put you under. There may be something deep in your gums near the apex of your molars, and I need to remove it. I don't want to go under. I can take it. I may need to dig around in there. <laughs> You're not going to want to feel that. But I do. I mean, I'm not afraid. Pain is different than fear, William. It's my pain. I can handle it. Uh, as you wish. I wish. Well, lie down and open your mouth. I haven't touched you yet. I oh, know. You're squealing. No, I'm not. <sighs> All right. 
This isn't going to work. Can't you just explore with your fingers again? That was alright, wasn't it? I've done all I can do with my fingers. If you want, we can try a rinse. Hmm, that sounds nicer. Here, swish that around. <coughs> no, 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 don't swallow. You're supposed... Uh, you're supposed to spit. Nobody's ever told me that one before. <clears throat> Did the rinse help? Why don't you get in there with those fingers again? Huh? Check it out. See what's going on. I don't think so. How can you find what's wrong without- There's nothing to find, William. Well, other than a possible eruption on your upper left bicuspid and some mild bruxism on your molars. But I think we both know that there is nothing wrong with your teeth. Of course there is. Why else would I have come? It's, uh, I can see how. This is flattering, but I don't- Flattering? What are you going on about? I have to conclude that you came here to see me. Not because you needed a haircut, not because of your, uh, windward passage, and not because you have a toothache. Then why'd I come? Well, let's examine this conversation using the principle of simplicity. Where all things being equal, the simplest explanation is usually the right one. Alright, simplify me. <clears throat> you are attracted to me. We had a, that, the, the, a moment after you drove me home from the WCB, and you thought about that moment. You thought about it over and over. You replayed it in your mind until you convinced yourself it could happen again if you came here. And? And it's not going to happen. Why not? We come from different worlds, William. The only thing we have in common are a, a couple of three dollar bills. And besides, no one, no one knows about me. Who's here to see? You think we all don't have to live in secret? I could lose my business. Ha! Your business, right. If you wanted to make money, You'd have been a cabbie like me, not a sodding English dentist. <sighs> I think you had better go. You're right. We are from different worlds. In mine, I do what I can to be happy. Your principle of simplicity may work well and good for your science and your dentistry and your worshipful barbers, but it don't work so well with people. People usually turn out to be more complicated than you expect. But if you aren't willing to look, then you'll never see and that's on you. Shit. William, wait! Took you long enough, Buttercup. Come in. Please. So. <laughs> what do we do now? I like you. You like me. Simple, isn't it? I don't think anything about you is simple. Have a seat, Doc. Open wide. You're a romantic, aren't you? I'm human. I'd like to think we're all romantics in our own way. What did that piece say to you? Well, the after-effects of the Victorian era led to a socio-ecological shaming of sexual attraction. But the reality is, that innate physical attraction can override physiological programming, and trying otherwise can lead to subconscious dissonance. Ugh, student. Gotcha. Love conquers all, and if we find someone in our life who makes us happy, we should pursue it. I'm not sure I like this streak of facetious buffoonery you're displaying. <laughs> I try. Are you going to sleep now? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it's about that time. Good night, student. Good night to you, Alice. Hey, Alice. 
hope this message finds you well. I, I just... You see, I just wanted to say... I'm proud of you. You're doing the right thing exploring this place. Just come back to me. You hear? I, I just... I just really need you to come back. Okay? I'll come back, Seven. Don't worry. Unauthorized access. Locating intruder. A student has left the program and entered the corridors. Request redirect. Understood. Initiating the gauntlet. Featuring the voice talents of Catherine Pride as Alice, Dan Foster as the student, Tom Stitzer as Seven, and Bruce Busby as Master Control Program. Rapper script by Colin Kelly. In the places you won't go, Kevin Connolly as James, and Kathy Foch as Kyra. Written by Susan Bridges. And in Cut Your Teeth, Callum Cunningham as Oscar, and Dave Morgan as William. Written by Darian Lindell. Directed by Paul Brueggemann. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Music by Kevin McLeod and Vincent Morrison. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production, copyright 2015, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. On the next seminar... I'll show them. All I need is an opportunity. What are you doing, Oscar? Sometimes what you want. Don't worry, I won't be here long. Where are you going? Out. Isn't always what you need. I, I, I was out, but it was horrible. And then... Sorry, um, have we ever met? Can't imagine that we have. A familiar face. Who are you? Oh, come now, you must remember me. Is more than just that. Oh, this all makes sense now. How lovely, how wonderful. What is? Tell me! Secrets are rude! And then... Welcome to the gauntlet, student. The student becomes the master. It has been many years since a human has tried to leave the program. My name is Alice. I am done taking lessons. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. I will not be finished by you! Find out what happens when Seminar, Episode 68, comes out Wednesday, April 27, 2016. Only at PendantAudio.com.